We're starting a brand new parak, Barishona. Originally, Originally, anyone who wanted to do the truma on the Mizbech, the Truma Sadashen, Torah, you can have that job. <laughs> who wants the earliest job of the day? Okay? No problem. If there's multiple people who want to do the job, they would have a, a chance to run. Who well, first one, first come, first serve, basically. Whoever's there first gets the job. Okay? Whoever's the first in the Dalad Amas, Zacha with Zacha the Mitzvah. Okay. What if there are two people that are equal? Then they're going to have to choose between them. You know, you put out you, you, you put out a finger. They can put out one finger or two. There's a general rule, we never put out a thumb. And that's because it can lead to fraud. There's a, you can separate your fingers far enough that it'll look like it's coming from two different people when there's a whole bunch of people going. So we never put out thumbs in the base Hamigdash. We'll get to it. Don't, don't worry. Well, it's, a, it's a way of choosing who is the one. So the, the Mamuna will pick a number and they'll start from somebody and count the finger back and forth until he gets oh, to the number. Oh, and that's basically, oh, okay. that's what we're talking about. But you can't put out a thumb because you could, you could basically make it look like there's more than one person there. And, um, and that's uh, that you're more, and basically you'll be able to like get the, the thing to land on you. Okay. Um, okay. There's a story, that there were two people that were running you know, equally. They were running up the ramp. One of them just shoved the other guy. He fell and he broke his leg. Once the Bezdin saw Shabbat, it's dangerous. They decided that, okay, we got to do it in a regular, more genteel way. There's a pious, there's a, there's a lottery for that as well. Okay, there were four. There were four things that they had a lot that they did a lottery for. This is the first thing that they did the lottery for. Question is, what's going on? Originally, my time Why would not have? Why would this be different than all other um, avodos that were done by the kahanim in the in the in the base av? That everything else we let it be done by the by the lottery. Who gets to do it? Why punked by Trumas Hadeshen did they decide that it'll be the first come first serve? That's the question. So the answer is like this. Meikara originally, sober, they felt, Kim Davoda slightly, after all, it's an activity that's middle of the night. Lo Chashivlu, people aren't really considering that so important. And people weren't coming. I figured nobody's coming anyway to it. So first come first serve. Anybody who wants to volunteer to do it, Gesunter hate. Okay, what happened was he's giving the chazal the cost. So they saw that not only were they coming, Vasili Disakana, they was coming, and there was a major competition. Tekinu Paisa, they decided to make a, uh, a, 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 a do it by lottery. I there's other night activities that uh, the fats and the limbs and the fats 
that were done um, all night long. That is and that whoever gets to turn that was also on the, you know uh, uh, given out by lottery, and it was night. So the Gemara says still that had a greater chashivus because that was the end of the day activity, and that gave it an importance. So the Gemara says so that's, you're saying it's still connected to the day because it's the end of the previous day. So the Chumas Adeshin is also the, the beginning of the morning activity. So that also has a connection to the day. So that also is a Cheshivas. says, If a person washed the coin, washed his hands by the Kiyar for the Chumas Adeshin, the Machar ain't Sarach Lakadish. He does not need to wash it, you know, once it hits the daytime. Because already that was the beginning of the of the morning activity. So the Gemara says, He was already uh, the, the, right. So not that it was mitchilas avoda, but it's mitchila leavoda. That's one answer. Anyway, the bottom line is it's not really avodas laila. It's not a really avodas yom. It's you did avoda even though it's avodas night, but you did you washed. For, and, and you already did it, it's a new avoda, so that's why it works for the day as well, but it's really not an avoda siyom. That's one explanation. The svara has nothing to do with that it's not choshu because it's at night, but it's a different factor. After all, it messes up with your sleep schedule. You have to wake up very early to do this, this uh, the Chumas Hadeshen. Lo also, nobody's going to be running to do it. Kim the Chazud the not only did they come, the Chazud Nami the Desakana, it was also dangerous. So, Takinullah Rabbanan Paisa, they decided to establish a lottery. So, the Gemara says, well, there were other activities that were, that were also um, kept you from sleeping, and, um, and they did have a Pais. The limbs and the fats that were done night, uh, a night shift. The Ikonashina also. There's a problem with the, you know, takes away from your night, your sleeping time. But the Kinnah Rabbanah and there was a lottery for that. So here is one of the big foundations. Shani Migna Mimekam. Big difference, staying up late um, and, uh, and then, then getting up early. Okay, it's much easier to stay up late than it is to get up early. So the Gemara says... Really? Is that how the Takana went? The Takanta Lahach Yisa Avoy? Takanta Lahach Yisa Avoy? The Takana was in the opposite direction. Meaning, meaning that this is not how it, the story went. It's not how it went down as far as the uh, pious goes. It was the opposite. The Tanya the Bryce says, Misha Zacham Trumas Adeshan, Zacha Besidur Maracha. The one who got to do the Trumas Adeshan also got to arrange other things. He also was able to arrange the wood, which then gives and the two pieces of wood that they put up on the Mizbeach was all done by the whoever did the Trumas Adeshen. So, uh, so it sounds like that the Takana of the pious was to add, add, add other benefits besides for Trumas Adeshen. So Ravashi says, here's how it works. I'm Ravashi, it was, it was done in two, in two stages. Here's what happened. Meikara Savar also. Everyone thought originally the, the logic was is that people aren't going to be coming for the Trumas Adeshen uh, naturally because it's uh, you're at least not going to be a, a, a throngs of people interested in doing that because you have to get up extra early. So therefore, 
they decided to make it that anybody who gets up early could do it, and that, and then the person who really wants it will do it because he knows he can get that. He realized that it got dangerous, and not everyone was running to do it because it wasn't dependent on luck. They could, well, and therefore they're going to say, "I'll get up. I'll be faster than my friend." And it became a competition, and therefore it was too popular. So therefore, the Kinnah Paisa, they said, okay, everyone who is up, now we do a lottery. Problem was, given the Kinnah Paisa, once there was a lottery, also, then nobody was waking up early anymore. You'll wake up early if you know that you'll get the job. But to wake up early, to be given a chance to get the job, that nobody was willing to do anymore. Okay? So therefore, um, also, people stopped coming. So Amri, so they say, the reason why they weren't getting up is because they say, why you know like that's weird. It's a psychological thing. Who says it's going to land on me? I might as well get some more sleep. You know, like uh, like your Yitzhahara talks to you. It's like if it's something that's your that you that if I get up, I know I could get it if I hurry. So then I'll get up and do it. But here I'm only getting a chance. Maybe it'll land on the other guy. So uh, not even going to bother. So nobody got up. So therefore. That to sort of fatten it up, make it a more desirable activity. So they said, whoever gets the Trumas Adeshen, Yizke will also merit so that it's not worthy. It's worth it, even for just the chance. You have more activity than you're doing. So um, that that's what that that's the how the how it how it developed. Okay, brings us to the next thing. When there was a large group, so uh, the, the faster one would win. So we said whoever was the four Amas. So it's clear to me, we definitely don't mean four Amas to the ramp, up to the ramp. Because uh, it says very clearly, it says they were running up the ramp, so obviously it was up the ramp. Um, it also is not the first, you know, it's not like at the beginning of the ramp, uh, because it says, It says they, they were running and going up. So it's not like, they, so not only was it like four Amas from the ramp, but it wasn't even the first four Amas in the, you know, like when you get on the ramp, because it was run, they were running up the ramp. So... And then it says afterward they ran up. Then it was like whoever was first. So it wasn't like you know. So it clearly is uh, somewhere farther up than the first Dalaramas of the ramp. Anywhere in the middle of the ramp, it also can't be. There's no finish line written in. You know, there's no line that you can know who's there. So you can't pick just a random spot somewhere in the middle of the ramp. That's also not an option. Um, so therefore, so so, uh, so what is it? It's clear. We mean the four Amis next to the Mizbech. So we've narrowed it down to the four Amis next to the Mizbech. However, we still have a question. So There was a gap between the, uh, the, the edge of the ramp to the beginning of the Mizbech. Um, and that's because there was uh, an ama of foundation underneath and an ama of the sovev that was also there. And therefore, that's not the mizbech. The mizbech, so you're, you had a gap of two amas 
after the end of the ramp. So the question is, when we say four amas, arba amas shamru, bahate amas yisod amasov, do we mean to include the amas yisod and amasovim? Therefore, it's two amas of the end of the ramp. Oh, tell more. Maybe barme amas yisod amasov. Maybe we mean no, the end of the ramp, and it's the four amas at the edge of the ramp, not including the uh, the the two amas till you get to the mizbeach. So, in other words, are we measuring from the end of the mizbeach, or are we measuring from the from the top of the ramp? Down four amas, and the Gemara answer is Teku. Good question. We don't know. We won't know. I don't know if we'll ever find this out. It says where uh, um, Eliyahu Navi will explain. Okay. So there was like an air, like an air space between the ramp. A gap, yeah. And you jump. What do you do? You just there was no air space between the ramp and the ramp because the ramp had like a walk around it. That was the two amas. It was like a, that was lower, no? Like a walkway. Yeah, but it was a little yeah. lower down. That was a lower down, no? Yeah, well, it's like the lower down from this ramp, but that's what the ramp went up to that. So there was a side ramp for that. The side, there, you, there was a slip-off on the side to get onto the walkway around. Anyway, so but uh, bottom line so is... It's a gap. It's not that big of a gap. Okay, also, anyway, the bottom line is, that's the Shiloh. Okay. If they're equal, so then they, they were given the, the chance to, to, you know, put out a finger. Okay, so, put out your fingers, to the count that I'm going to count. So the Gemara is asking, who needs to count fingers? Let them count themselves. So you're like, oh, pick a number, whatever. So the answer is, You're not allowed to count the Yidin. Even for a mitzvah, as the pasuk says, uh, This is a pasuk by Shaul Amelach that he counted Klal Yisrael with with pottery shards. You know, everybody took a piece of pottery, broken piece, and they put it in a thing, and that's what he counted to get the census. Masculine Ravashi, Ravashi has a cash on that. My die buzzing, listen to the music. Who says that's what buzzing means? Maybe that's the name of a town. Who? It's that we find that that's the name of a place. So maybe that's what it's talking about. Tell me, there's another puzzle. Shol heard the nation and he counted them with sheep. Okay, which uh, which what happens is what happened was is that he had a lot of sheep. He told he told everyone from Kalisrol, you grab a sheep from my from my flock, and we'll put it in the pen, and then we'll count the sheep. And we'll know how many people are in Kalisrol. Okay, so I'm Reb Lazar. said, Yisrael over Blav. Anybody who counts uh, Jewish people is transgressing a negative pro- pro- prohibition. Shenemet pasuk says, it cannot be counted, meaning it's an insert to count Kal Yisrael. Interesting. Um, you know, like, uh, most people would read this Pasuka saying that it, it's not possible to be counted. But that's not what we're learning the Pasuka. We're saying Lo Yiman means that it's forbidden to count them directly. That's why when we have, we're seeing if we have a minion, we don't count them. We say, um, and or, or we're counting something else, but that's the idea. Okay. 
Now, Rabbi Nachman Yitzchok Amar over B'Shnei Lav, and not only are you over on the Lav of Lo Yimad, it's two Lav, Shenemar Lo Yimad, Vilo Yisafer, two Isurim. Amar Rabbi Yishmuel Bar Nachmeni, um, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni says, Rabbi Yonasan Rami, Rabbi Yonasan S is a contradiction. It says in one place, the count of B'nei Yisrael was like the sand of the sea. That it cannot be counted or uh, at all. Now, what does that mean? If it's the sand of the sea, there is a number. It's a finite number. There's only so much sand in the sea. That's it. Uh, we don't know what it is, but it, it, it's there. And Shalom uh, Adveli Safer says it's not, it's, it's not countable. So, when Kal Yisrael is doing the will of God, so then there's, they're not countable at all. This is when it's, we're not doing the, count, uh, the will of God, so then there's a lot, but there's a limit. Rabbi Omer, another The difference is, God can count it, but we can't. It's not in our capacity to count the sand of the sea. It's too much, too hard. But, uh, the, but God can. And that's what he's saying. is going on us, not on God. Okay. Once a person is put in a position of authority for the people, he becomes wealthy. It says originally, Shal counted in the beginning of his tenure as king, he counted the Klal Yisrael with pottery shards. He didn't have much money. What does it say afterwards? He counted them with sheep. Everyone took a sheep from him. So he had, by definition, to however many yidin there were, that's how many sheep he had. Okay? So he said, no problem. Everyone from Kalsu, you can grab a sheep, put it here, and then we'll count the sheep. That means he had a lot of sheep to go around. Okay? Which is pretty rich. Okay? Frank the Gemara, maybe everybody brought their own sheep. So again, my Ravusa, the Milsa, why would it be mentioned that it was with sheep if not to show you how wealthy he became and it teaches you this. Okay, once we mention Shaul, so we talk a little bit about him. Bayar Banachal, he, he uh, in, in, right before he went out to battle against Amalek, it says Vayar Banachal. What does that mean? So Amr money, Al Iske Nachal. He said something, he said a drush related to the Nachal. Bishosh Shaul. When God told Shaul, Lechvik, he says, I want you to go in and smite Amalek. Amar, he said, If you kill one person unintentionally, you have to bring an Egla Rufa, which remember, you burnt, you knocked off its head and lopped off its head in a Nachal, right? In a, in a wadi, right? An empty valley. So, um, all of these lives, Allah Kama, Surely there's something that we're going to need atonement for. If the men are sin, so why we don't have to destroy all the animals. The adult sin, the kindlech didn't sin, so therefore he had mercy. So Yatzabaskal, a heavenly voice came out from below and told him, Don't be too much of a tzaddik. You do as you're told. That's one. Okay? Uh, when Shaul told Doeg Adomi, if you think that they, are, they were moored by Malchus, all the Kohanim in Nov, you go and kill them. 
Al tir Don't be too evil. Okay, so it's interesting how from going one direction you go the other direction. You become too cruel. Okay. How um, lucky, basically, is somebody who Hashem helps him out? Shaul did one thing wrong and he lost his kingdom. Um, David had two sins and it didn't affect his kingdom. What was the one sin? He left Agag alive. That was his mistake. And that's the only thing that he did wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? What about the killing of the Novi Arkonim? No, that was not his problem. Just from the story of Agag, he, Hashem already rejected him as king. What were the two sins that David did not lose his kingdom for? Uriah, he had killed. That's a story with... Uh, he, took, he sent him to battle, and that was wrong. He was uh, married to Bathsheba, and he sent him to the front lines, knowing that he's going to get killed. Udasasa, and he also did a sin with counting Kal Yisrael directly, which is a big mistake. Okay? What about the, having relations with Bathsheba? That's not listed here. So Gemara says, Hasim is from He suffered enough with that. Arba Taim. For, for that, he got paid four um, for having relations with Pasheva, that was Be'isr. So, uh, what were the four things? Yeled, um, she lost a child, Pasheva, that's one. So, the, she, the, the child died. Amnon, uh, Tamar, and Avshalom, all of those kids, um, they, uh, the, he suffered from those four. Okay. So, Asim Nami Ifrumine. So if that's the case, he, he suffered also from, from the other sins. Uh, there was a major plague as a result of the counting of Kal Yisrael directly. Um, as the Pesach says, Vadis Moed. So the Gemara says, That wasn't on himself. So the Gemara says, What do you mean? And this also was in his body. So what are you saying? So Actually, he was... He did suffer bodily as well. Not only did he lose the children, but he suffered bodily. David had saras for six months. The Sanhedrin left him. He lost the, the Shechina, left him also. So as the Pesach says, Those that fear you should be returned to me. So this, obviously the Sanhedrin didn't want to have anything to do with David HaMelech. And he also asked for the Shechina back. He did another Avera. He accepted Lashonara. Um, but when, when uh, it was a question of whether Mephibosheth um, was rebelling against the king or not, so Tziva told him, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not happy for you being king. And, um, and he believed him. So the Gemara says, We're going like Shmuel who says, He did not accept the Lashonara. Well, the Rav Nami, and even according to Rav, David did accept Lashonara by in that story. He suffered from that. When David told Mephibosheth, I said, that you and Tziva, Tziva was the servant of Mephibosheth, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story, and he basically tricked him, tricked him, 
What? He tricked David. He, pre- he presented himself as being loyal to David and as Mephibosheth's his master as being not. And, um, and uh, in order to get the inheritance, you know, part of the land from, uh, from Mephibosheth, and he did split, get half of it. So what happened? At that moment, Yotzah Baskol, a heavenly voice came out from below, Rechavam B'Yerovam, Yechalkos HaMalchos. Oh, David, you think splitting is such a good thing? So the kingdom is going to be split away from your grandson. Okay. Continuing on with Shol, Ben Shana Shol B'Malcho. Shol was a year old. So I'm Rav Huna. So Rav Huna says, uh, what does it mean, Ben Shana B'Malcho? Ki Ben Shana. He was like a one-year-old. That has not, not even tasted the taste of sin. Maybe like a one-year-old who is always dirty. Okay? So he, in his night, he had like scary dreams of angels that trying to harm him. So he apologized. He says, I'm sorry. He continued to, to have those dreams. So Amr Yisrael. He had to give him recognition as his right to be king. You wonder what the real reason why Shol's kingdom didn't continue? Because there was no embarrassing embarrassment in the family. It was a, a royal family that had no embarrassments about it. And if they would continue as a kingdom, as a, king, as a, as a kingship, um, they'll just, uh, uh, they'll be too, too high and mighty. Nobody can be in position of authority on the tzibor, unless he has something like some, literally some skeleton, not literally, but some skeletons in the closet, something that he's embarrassed about. And uh, that's what he's saying. If he ever gets haughty, Allah, take a look at you know, your background. And that's what David HaMelech did have. He came from Rus HaMoaviyah. It was questions about his yichos. That alone was enough to keep him humble. And that's why he was able to continue. Why was Shol um, punished? Because he was mochal on his honor. Shinem the Pazak says, when he was first appointed king, there were, there were uh, uh, people who said, this guy's going to help us. And they, they denigrated Shaul. They didn't bring him a gift. And he was silent. What does it mean? A proper scholar is somebody who takes revenge and harbors ill will for somebody who, who's, who's, who treats them in a bad way. Aye. That doesn't seem quite right. Why? Because it's doesn't the Torah say that you're not allowed to take revenge? So the Gemara says, In monetary ways, you're not allowed to take revenge. Lend me your shovel. He said to him, Give me your, your other tool. You didn't lend me, I'm not going to lend you. That's exactly Nikama. 
Okay, basically Natira, what does it mean Natira? Amrle Shalena Kaduma, give me your shovel, Amrlo, low. No. Lamacha, Amrle Shalena Kaluka, give me your jacket, Amrlo. Hey, look, you can have my jacket, any Kamoscha, Shulish Shaltani. You see how I'm not like you? I lend my stuff. Not like you, who doesn't lend, okay? That's called Natira, okay? Zui Natira. Bottom line is, we see that uh, Nakama and Natira are all in monetary things. So the Gemara says, Vitzarid Gufalo. Bodily pain is not nekama. Uh, I mean that doesn't qualify. But Tanya hanelavim veinon olvim shomer charpazam inon shemashivin also meava usmechem yisrael alena kasvam mervayev ketitzer shemesh pikvrasa. Somebody disrespects you, you sil- you're silent and you accept it. That's the right thing to do. So the Gemara says you're right. You're not supposed to say anything. But olam did not believe it. But you're supposed to um, have it in your heart. And if somebody wants to take revenge on, uh, on your behalf, you'll let him do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Shol did wrong. He was right to not necessarily, you know, beat on the other person who didn't treat him right. But when they said, let's, let's uh, punish him for treating you disrespectfully, he's like, no, 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 don't do anything. That was not right. Okay? Doesn't it say uh, that you should be, that if you... Forgive and forget that's that you, you're forgiven for your sins. That's if he asks forgiveness. But if they stick to, if they don't ask forgiveness, so then that, that's what should happen. Anyway, we'll stop over here. Ashkaya. Have a great day.